Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode number 82. I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettis, and with me, as always, is my illustrious co-host, Titanium, Tony Estrella. Titanium. A little slow week, but uh, we got plenty to talk about, as usual. Yeah, uh, not yeah, a little slow week, but... I mean, it's interesting how we turn on the mics and... We're like, this will be a quick episode. It'd be, yeah, it's going to be a short episode. We don't got much to talk about. And the next thing you know, these two big mouths right here start blabbing, <laughs> and next, it's like an hour later. <laughs> 45 minutes later, we're like, yeah. whoa, oh, man, let's, let's, get to, let's get to the topic of the week already, <laughs> my God. All right. Well, hey, I, I, you know, we, uh, we had a little bit of uh, travel over this past weekend. I was drove to Tennessee to move my daughter into to college. I moved my son into Alabama, and then we drove back and roll tide, roll tide, uh-huh. roll tide. You mm-hmm. know, so, yeah. So uh, that that'll be uh, yeah uh, preseason number one. I'm I'm sure that that will be something that's a, a point of contention in my household for the I'm remainder sure. of the season. But uh, I did bring back a few things with me, and and I want to. You know, we'll call them set pieces, but we but went to uh, rent a VCU and dropped off my son at VCU, and then uh, this weekend we're going to JMU, drop off my daughter. That time of year, folks. That time of year. College kids heading back. Thank God. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, oh, so holy shit! Picked up a couple of things. They had a, a. I was in Asheville, North Carolina, and they had a uh, lunchbox Hall of Fame and wow. the incredible poster shop or something like that. And they had a couple of cool things. So uh, we got our friend uh, Spider-Man here. We're going to yeah, have to find I, a place I for him. absolutely know where that's going. We're going to have to and then move some things around. But that's going up for sure. I can't forget about my friend Titanium. And I know who his oh, favorite character is yeah. here. Look at that. So that's pretty rough and tumble there. Oh, actually. man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I love the big ear. <laughs> and and the then I had to pick spike. up this other one because it was just too cool. Now, hopefully this comes through on YouTube. Wow. Oh, look at that. It's Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man all in the same picture, depending on what angle you're looking at it. I was like, wow, that's that's like super cool. Yeah. So hand me those two. I just want to put them closer to the camera so that they we can kind of get a good shot of these. Wow, these are really cool. Cool posters. Check us out on YouTube podcast. You can see the posters and next episode I will put them up. Awesome. These well, are well, awesome. Yeah. So I brought those back. A uh, little set piece, a little set set decoration. You know, hey, set yeah, decoration. Any, anytime we uh, find anything neat out there in the in the comic book industry, you know, let's just speaking of neat. Yeah, yeah. Well, be careful with that. I, I don't want. I don't want to. <laughs> the scepter. I don't want any of your family members all of a sudden being <laughs> under my control. <laughs> the mind control. <laughs> right. Gem. Exactly. All right, well, let's uh, let's jump into the show. Uh, before we get started, we want to thank the patrons. These are the listeners that bring the show to you. Patreon.com slash supertalk is how you connect to the patr- patronship. You become a patron of the show. You donate $1 per episode, and then you're bringing the show to us directly. So patreon.com slash supertalk is how you become a member of the patron. Very cool. All right, well, let's jump into the review section. Uh, we did have a piece of new media that came out this week. Um, I Am Groot, the digital shorts, were released on Disney Plus this past week. They were pretty short. 
And when I'm talking about short, they were like five minutes long each, right? There were five episodes of I Am Groot. Really kind of told the story of Groot, baby Groot. I'll say this is the time period between the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and before the end credit scene that uh, was at the end of that movie where he was teenage Groot. Right. So this is before Infinity War. He's before still kind of baby Groot. Right. So he's baby Groot yeah. through these whole things. And uh, so we had five of them. And, you know, they were very short, like I said, very quick. Uh, but they're they were, like three minutes, four minutes. Yeah, th- four or five minutes yeah. each. You know, they weren't very long, but they were cute, you know, fun, you know, kind of just give you a little bit of insight in his personality and some of the things that he's been doing or thinking about since uh, since he became Baby Groot again, yeah. right? I think the first episode was really his, immer- you know, his immersion from the pot that he was in at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie. Yeah. Where he One of those just, scenes was him coming out of the pot. Right, yeah. the first episode was yeah. him coming out of the pot, and then we kind of, you know, progress a little bit more as he's becoming more and more, uh, you know, I guess confident baby group. They were entertaining. They were cute. I won't watch them again. No, me either. No. Um, and I do think that they are planning on coming out with some more of these that are going to be telling some more of the Groot story uh, before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out next year. So... We are going to get some more of these episodes, and again, they're just a little. Sim- the last episode had Rocket in it. it was kind of interesting that yeah. he 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 actually made a, a and Bradley Cooper came back to to voice Rocket, uh, had a little cameo there. But that was that was. I mean, again, just something to pass the time. Really. It really was. I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't. Uh, they were okay. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> they were well I done. Wasn't, yeah, I was. I was hyped up for them, and then after I watched all five in ten minutes. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't think Vin Diesel needs to worry about uh, making reservations for the Emmys this year is what you're saying. No, I'm surprised he even did it, but yeah. okay. Well, he's under contract. Of course he's going to do it. Uh, but yeah, that that was a kind of... And you you said you just started watching Sandman, which which yeah. uh, just came out a on Netflix, A lot of people have been right? talking to me about that. Um, very confusing, according to people that have seen it. Um, and I'm in episode one, so I'll give a full review once I'm finished with it. Yeah, so that's a, a DC character that uh, was made into a... I know nothing about the comics, and, and he is a, a comic character... For DC, and I know nothing about him, but I'm going to check out the show and I'll give you my opinion. All right, well, great. We'll we'll look forward to that. Maybe next episode, we uh, got a surprise, don't we? We do, and and I want to speak to that. We we did have some friend, our friends of uh, the friends of ours over at Gooder Sunglasses. G O O D R dot com is how you connect to them on the internet. G O O D R dot com. You've heard us talk about them on the show before. Incredibly well made uh, sunglasses, twenty five dollars a piece. Um, they're non-slip. They're just really, they're uh, titanium's modeling a pair right now. They yeah. signed a licensing deal with Marvel. Uh, big news over at Gooder. So, uh, yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah. And th- these are the, um, uh, what did I Thor say? 11 thunder, but they're the, the uh, Bifrost bridge, edition. the Bifrost bridge edition. Yeah. They're awesome. I l- absolutely love Gooder glasses. I bought like a handful of them. Uh, but yeah, we had, a uh, uh, our man in the streets, Timmy spider, uh, was down in Greenville, South Carolina, and ran into Mike Mountain, and his title is was well, the, the vice senior vice president of operations, but he's the chief. No, he's the he's the uh, smooth, smooth operator. operator is the official title. Smooth <laughs> his operator. official title is smooth operator. But uh, Tiny Tim did a interview for us, um, which we're going to show right here. 
And for those of you on the podcast, come on back because we're back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll show uh, a Tiny Tim's interview there. Thanks, uh, Tiny. Hopefully- th- thanks, uh, Timmy Spider. That was awesome. And Mike Mountain, appreciate you taking the time to do that interview. Uh, great questions, uh, Timmy Spider. You're the man. Thank you for being our man in the street. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to a, a lot more interviews from you, buddy. That's right. And yeah. uh, congratulations to you folks over at Gooder. That's an awesome. exciting thing. Love and, these. And, and uh, can't wait to see what else you come up with as the new pro- Marvel properties uh, come out. So they do have a whole line of uh, Thor 11 Thunder uh, kind of themed uh, sunglasses over there. So go check them out. G-O-O-D-R.com. Yeah, different Marvel sunglasses, but yep. um, some of them are... Um, not just Thor Love and Thunder, but uh, some of them are great. So check them out. They got DC, and we've seen some of the DC ones, but now they have Marvel, which is cool. That's awesome. All right, well, let's get into the rest of the news. Uh, we do have, uh, we did see a couple of new trailers. You know, the marketing engine behind She-Hulk is in full force. Uh, uh, that uh, premieres on Disney Plus this week, later this week, which we'll be reviewing the premiere episode uh, next this weekend, coming uh, when we do our next episode. But the the marketing engine is continuing to turn. Uh, they have released a couple of new trailers, and actually they released, uh, I'd say, maybe like a two-minute clip online of the, uh, we'll say, the the incident that creates She-Hulk. What, we know that it's a car crash, but we were kind of wondering, well, how did the car how, crash happen? How did happen? it happen in the comics? Review that real quick. Yeah, so she was being hunted by a um, a mobster, uh-huh. and uh, she ended up getting shot, and Bruce had to br- break into the home of a doctor and give her a blood transfusion. It was the only way that she, he could save her life. And that blood transfusion was what caused her to turn into shield. Right. Uh, we understand that there's, there's a difference in the, in the television show. They've changed that. And, and for some good reasons, I'm sure plot reasons, well, but also in the trailer, right? Right. Yeah. And that's where we're seeing that two minute clip showed the car crash itself. Um, and we now found out what caused the car crash. Yeah. Which was, incredibly interesting yeah i mean doesn't that look like one of the grandmasters it's uh, the spaceship? it is the grandmaster spaceship oh wow. if you from, remember from sakar yeah from thor ragnarok yeah that was the spaceship that they hijacked when they when when they were leaving sakar they hijacked the grandmaster spaceship and you think was, his son hulking is in there could that be it or no 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 what do you think who's in that i think it's the grandmaster to be honest oh, with you yeah. wow I, I could be wrong. It's yeah. the Grandmaster or somebody from Sakaar, but it's so, or really somebody cool. working for the Grandmaster. I love Jeff Goldblum. If he's in this series, I'm going to freak out. I don't know if he'll be in the series, but I think what they are doing is, you know, for the fact that that is the Grandmaster ship, uh, they're definitely setting up a potential war, World War Hulk storyline or movie in the future. Uh, we got some other news this week specifically about the Hulk. You know, Mark Ruffalo's been talking about, as he's been promoting the She-Hulk series, been talking about the future of the Hulk uh, in the MCU um, and some clever lawyers out there figured out that there's a 15 year clock that is going to expire in 2025. That's going to allow Marvel to make another uh, Hulk movie uh, without the kind of ties that they had to universal studios. Wow. um, There's a lot of conjecture out there that an independent Hulk movie is coming in 2025. It might be one of those spots we didn't see, uh, released on the Phase Six timeline that we were we were showing during. Wow, Comic-Con. that'd be cool. Yeah, and so where will the Hulk m- would make a lot of sense? Uh, we won't go into too much detail of, uh, about it on this episode, but the storyline, the reason why he ended up on Sakar to begin with, was because the Illuminati basically shot him into space. His 
his uh, the shuttle he was on diverted because of a, some an asteroid or something and landed on Sakaar and he was forced to fight in the the pits there and everything else the gladiator type right. thing which was um, Ragnarok but he did end up getting married and had a child and all kinds of other things came out of that and so we're thinking that they that may be something and when he came cool. back to Earth he was pissed off so it yeah. was it was definitely angry hurt everybody Hulk when he came wow, back so. Wow. And I know a lot of the fans have been asking for that, so we'll see if that ends up happening. So, well, I just want to see Cole k- uh, h- h- kick some ass. I'm tired of him getting his ass kicked. I mean, everybody like you know, you know, Thanos. Thanos uh, he seems to get his ass kicked a lot, and I think it's time for Hulk Thor pretty much kicked his ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. Yeah. So that we'll, we'll let's look forward to, to some more news about Hulk, and and again we're going to see a lot of uh, Mark Ruffalo and the Hulk in, awesome. in the She Hulk series, which will be great, and he's been been fantastic. Uh, man, the story on Ezra Miller keeps on coming. Uh, we we t- discussed last week about the issues he's having, where he was potentially running some kind of cult, you know. Uh, and some 18 year old girl had basically filed suit against him for some lewd behavior or yeah. whatever. And, had a restraining order against uh, him. Oh my God. And he just a mess, a train wreck. Well, he had been arrested twice or, you know, earlier this year in Hawaii, uh, one for aggravated assault and there was another charge. And then he just got a, uh, arrested a couple of weeks ago on a felony in burglary Vermont? charge in Vermont or something. Yeah. Somewhere upstate New York, I think yeah, it was or somewhere. somewhere. Uh, he broke into a house and stole some alcohol. The house was unoccupied, and he broke in and stole stole alcohol out of this house. And, of course, the security cameras caught him doing it, and so he ended up getting arrested for that. Well, he finally came out and made a statement. He uh, he admitted he's dealing with some some pretty serious mental issues yeah. and mental problems. and Complex mental issues. Yes. And I said, I've, I'm getting some help. So he's finally now reached out. He's getting some counseling and some help for the mental challenges and issues that he's going through. Um, and, you know, thank God it's about time. You know, I don't want to diminish, you know, the seriousness of, of mental health issues in this country. They are very serious. And the first part of that is admitting that you have a problem and, and doing something about it. So I'm glad he's done that. But in regards to the future, his future in uh, the DCEU and the Flash movie, as, as we talked about last week, you know, I think what, what we've heard is the CEO of, of uh, Warner Brothers Discovery has come out publicly and said, look, we're, we're considering three options. Scrapping the movie entirely. Yep. I heard that. Keeping it as is, as, is, is. as long as... Ezra he, Miller is Ezra alive. Miller, yeah, you know, com, comes around, and, and 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 I think which that, I think that's the option they're going to go with. Well, that seems like the path that they're on right now with him going into recovery right now. Right. By the time you know this movie comes out, middle of next year, he's kind of doing better, and 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 you know maybe may, raises some awareness about mental health issues and all kinds of other things that might be a positive. Uh, the other option is keep most of it as is, but make some substantial changes to the movie, specifically the latter part of the movie. Um, and and the post credit scene specifically, and recast that person like immediately in the right. movie. Yeah. Like you know, we talked about this last week, Titanium. That maybe Flashpoint happens. He goes back in time. All this crazy work stuff happens. He he ends up fixing the timeline and coming back into our timeline. And when he comes back, it's a completely different actor playing the character. So maybe something like Brilliant. that happens. They, they probably really should think about that. Yeah. I hear um, Warner Brother Discovery is very close to nailing down their Kevin Feige. 
Yeah, I heard uh, that too. And I yeah. think somebody that's in the running is the guy that kind of ran the Arrowverse in all the WB yes. shows. Greg Berlanti. I, yeah, I think that would be, I was going to call him Peter Bongi, but I'm glad you knew his name. <laughs> um, I, I, I really don't think that's a good choice. I, I really don't think, even though he had great success in the television and those series were hugely successful and popular. I don't think that's a good choice for some reason. I, I think you need more of a... I completely disagree with you. I, I think you need more of a comic book uh, geek, somebody that really knows the production, movie production side as well as the business side of it. And I don't think he's the right choice, but who am I? I, I it sounds like he, they're going to move forward with him. Yeah, I, I completely disagree with you. I, I think he's done incredibly well with what he was given to work with keep in mind that the, he was limited to the characters that he had access to and the stories he yeah. could tell so dc and warner brothers had basically put some shackles on him when he created the arrowverse and saying you have access to these heroes you have access to these villains you can't use anybody outside you can't do any of this other stuff you know that you can't reference even these other characters you can't reference the justice league you yeah. can't reference you know batman you're right yeah. so he was restricted and what he was given he did the most he could with he even created a television show from scratch called legends of tomorrow with just piecemeal characters that he could pull off comic book pages and put into a television show and that that show did very well for many years i i think that given the full breadth of the DC comic book universe and the budget that they would have for movies. I think you could do a great job. Oh, I hope you're right. Yeah. I, uh, I think, but I think it's a different beast. Well, but I also say that I don't know who the other candidates could be or potentially would be. Um, and we don't know any of that, but I think if that was their choice, I would not be unhappy with it. Yeah. I would, if they put some random person off the streets, I'd be like, whoa, that's a problem. But this no. guy, at least he's been involved. He's been working with the company or for years. Or promote somebody within that's been working with them. That, I mean, there's there's a guy now that's tied to um, the uh, Aquaman and Black Adam uh, that they're kind of considering. And I think you clean house, man. You get rid of all of that, you know? You just clean house. It's like, you know restore the Snyder verse. Come on guys, let's move on from that. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love the Snyder verse. I thought that was a great vision. I liked the direction it was going. Man of Steel. We both agree. That was one of our favorite movies. Um, great vision way to move it forward. He kind of got his wings clipped with justice league. Uh, I felt bad. A lot of uh, outstanding circumstances kind of conflicted with that. Uh, but these rabid fans that came on and was like, restore the Snyderverse. And then they came out with the four hour, which was great. I really liked it a lot. But, um, man, it you just got to move on. I think you clean house and move on. We'll see where they're going with it. Yeah. We, we don't we don't know. But Ezra Miller, hey, hope, best of luck, dude. I hope you, hope you get your stuff back together. Yeah, I hope I, you get the help that you need. I, I, I want that movie to be made. And I want it to be successful because it's along. one of my favorite characters. So let's make it happen. Is your favorite character. In D.C., for yes. sure. Um, we did get some uh, early behind-the-scenes photos from uh, the filming of the Loki 2 season. Uh, that did just start filming here uh, this Believe month. Believe it or not, I did not see those. I haven't seen them. Wow. I know. Were you on the gray web this week? I don't know. You weren't Where? on the dark web? I was very busy. I didn't have time to do all Yeah, so we got a couple of... Uh, it really was just maybe a, you know, 
10 second clip of them filming a couple scenes for, for the, for the television show uh, is Tom Hiddleston, you know, doing some scenes yeah. out in front of a, a, a of I saw a it in, in McDonald's. I saw some shots, him and Sylvie wearing a McDonald's. Yes. That, 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 that has come out before as well. Um, but this particular scene was him in front of a jet ski store. So Love it. we think we're finally going to see. Love it. The, the the Mobius, you know, getting his jet ski, you know, um, uh, moment, you know, and, and that would be awesome. The fans were so upset last. I know when we did the last see the episode, moment. you didn't see that moment. They talked about it the whole series and you didn't see anything about it hey, after that. They knew they were having a season two. They that's knew they great. were saving it. So Love that's, it. that's great. Um, look, we do have some more even now more industry insiders talking about. Marvel making a huge announcement about the Fantastic Four movie at D23. There was a lot of speculation as to whether or not they had the time to do the casting and pick a director and all this other stuff before D23. And considering this movie is is two years away, at least, uh, the 2024 on the calendar as it stands today, um, they were like, well, this is way too early. They're not going to be ready for this. A lot of industry insiders are now saying this is going to happen. We are going to get casting announcements for the Fantastic Four and director to include the director and and the cast. Can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's all true, but yeah. I, I I can't I wait. Too. I mean, you just have to know that they're going to make some big splashes at D twenty. I have a feeling it's a director coming from Disney Plus. I think it's a director that they've they've used in Disney Plus shows. So we'll see. All right, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, but. Oh, speaking of D23, it's a Saturday, which is September 10th, correct? Right. Wow, that's interesting because September 11th at Bear Chase Brewery, we're going to do our live recording of Super Talk Podcast. So come on out. It's 1145 at Bear Chase Brewery in beautiful, gorgeous Belmont, Virginia. Bluemont. Belmont? Bluemont. Bluemont. Bluemont, Virginia. Come out, have a beer on Super Talk. And, uh, oh, dude, we we talked about that, right? (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have an open tab for our uh, people our uh, fans that come and watch the uh watch the podcast the first beer's on us don't go nuts but have a beer on us and come watch the podcast and then enjoy some live music and uh and watch the nfl uh if they have it there but uh, that's the first day 11 45 i think it's showtime yep 11.45, 11.45, we got to get up, kick off at 11.45. We, got, we can't be late because uh, the music starts uh, shortly after we clear out. Awesome. Yeah, we can't wait to yeah. see you guys there. So that, And again, we'll be talking about D23 and uh, Disney Plus Day the entire yeah, show, I'm sure. Exactly. That, that will be our... That'll be the day after. I mean, yeah. that will consume that show. Right. And we'll be up the whole night before, like going through all of our notes. I don't know about everything. that. Yeah. I'm going to be drunk. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I, another thing I saw this week, which was uh, encouraging and, and caused a lot of speculation on the Internet, was uh, RDJ, Robert Downey Jr., uh, was asked, uh, hey, have you ever talked to Marvel or even considered coming back someday in some kind of role or capacity as, as Tony Stark? And he said, never say never. And for years after uh, Endgame, he had basically said, look, you know, I did everything I could with the character. My days of playing that character are done. They're over. Uh, Time to move on and do other things in my career. You know, two, three years later, a global pandemic, all kinds of other things happen. And he says, you know, never say never. And now there's enormous speculation that we're going to get the 
a computerized AI version of Tony Stark in the Ironheart series. Interesting. Very similar to what is in the comics. So in the Ironheart, Ironheart comic books, uh, Tony Stark is basically the Jarvis of, uh, of, of Ironheart. Oh, and, that'd be cool and, shit. Yeah. And so having Tony Stark as kind of holographic AI for uh, for the Ironheart character would be Riri Williams, you know, having that, you know, Tony Stark mentor, kind of mentor you know, would be, and, and it would be a way for him to come back, but not fully come back and have to wear makeup and, you know, you know, be on set and all kinds of other, could do every it. once in a while, show a hologram of him every once in a while, maybe right. one or two episodes, right. but then it's the mostly his voice. voice. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. So a lot of speculation about that, and I hope the hell it happens. That would oh. be incredible. It would break the internet. It would <laughs> not only break the internet, they would catapult that show into the stratosphere. Right, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, and I think these these uh, secondary side characters, you know, we know Riri Williams and Ironheart are going to be uh, in Black Panther Wakanda forever. You know, I, I don't know how much or what kind of role she's going to be playing in that movie, but, you know, getting her own series, you know, again, one of our fears about, you know, Ms. Marvel was, can a young, unknown, relatively unknown actress carry a series? And I think we proved not really. No, not in Ms. Marvel. Marvel. So we Cute, would be concerned with Great actress, really fun, but... That show, ugh. Hey, have you seen lately the internet? If anybody says anything in social media bad about Miss Marvel, they attack you. Like, oh, you're a racist and you you don't understand Muslim America and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just because you don't like a show, you get attacked. It's kind of like as crazy as the Restore the Snyderverse people that you say something about you know, DC and stuff like, oh, you don't Dan Snyder. I'm like, what? What are you what are you doing? I mean, it's nuts. And there's this whole little army out there that protects Miss Marvel like viciously online. It's it's crazy. Listen, people get over it. The show sucked. I mean, it was she's cute, she's a great actress. Um, but the show was sloppy and did disconjected and ugh. It, was, it wasn't good. There were maybe one or two episodes that were decent, but... Mm. And that's not a slight on the culture. That's not a slight on the actress. No, that's the not show a slight sucked. On the, the show just wasn't no. done well. It's like, it doesn't matter what you do. Tell a good story, and that's the most important thing. It, it can be culture. It can be diversity. It can be, you know, whatever you need it to be. Um, but just tell a good story. It wasn't a good story. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. Titanium uh, preaching up here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, boy, you might want to get down off that pulpit before we move <laughs> forward. Um, we did see uh, some kind of speculation as well with, uh, about Sony. So we're getting some more and more information about this oh, Madam Web movie that's boy, coming out. If it, if what I'm hearing is true, that's a great story. Well, I, I want you to tell the audience what you've heard. But again, one of the things that I've I, that people are now speculating about is that we may get our own version of Spider-Man in the Sony universe that's different than our version of Peter Parker, yes. Tom Holland, that's in the MCU. Okay. And whether and there's lots of speculation. Are they recasting another Spider-Man to play that uh, Peter Parker character in an alternate universe or whatever in the Sony universe? Are we going to get Miles Morales? Are we going to yeah. get, you know, what are we getting? So what, what what else have you heard? Well, what I've heard is just by, based on the casting, uh, it, and it seems to be coming coming together, they casted a very young guy to play Peter Parker's father. 
they casted Emma Robertson and em- Emma Roberts. Emma right. Roberts as Mary Parker, uh, Peter Parker's mother, who's apparently pregnant. And apparently, what's what, the storyline? The the rough storyline rumor is is that there are entities coming to kill Peter Parker before he's born and attack. So it's like them. the Terminator. It's the Terminator storyline and the you know, Madam Web and her Spider-Verse come to help protect Mary Parker to, to keep Peter Parker from dying before he's even born, which would kind of be badass, to be honest with you. They could so bring it's in basically these... Terminator. It's Terminator in the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Sarah Connor, I'm here to kill you. Peter Parker, I'm here to kill you. <laughs> Peter Parker, sir, Mary Jane, Ma- Mary Parker, you're, you're carrying the Spider-Man in your, your womb. I'm here to kill you. Yeah, I mean. I'll be back. I think that sounds kind of cool. I don't know, but I think that would be kind of cool. They're Interesting storyline. All yeah. these Spider-Verse people bringing so in. So we're going to get like uh, uh, Spider-Ham and Spider-Noir. I think it's all going to be female cast. I think they're going to be, I think, uh, Spider-Gwen, I think Spider-Woman, uh, obviously Madam Spider. I think we're going to get that whole crew. That's good. That'd be cool. All mm-hmm. right. Well, well, more and more is coming out about that. But again, I think uh, there's there's also some speculation that uh, you know Miles Morales will be making his way into the, some kind of Sony Universe project very shortly as well. That and would so- be to bring him in from another, before Sp- Peter Parker was even born, from another universe would be kind of cool because then you know they could bring him in later. Um, and and not, and speaking of the the Sony universe, I mean I don't know if it was you, but I think it was our, our friend a friend of the show, Greg Vire. I think he was telling me that he heard in an interview that Aaron Taylor Johnson came out and said, "The Craven, the Hunter, you guys are hoping is going to be in this movie. Oh, that guy's in the movie. Yeah, that guy is in the movie. Apparently, he came out and said I was misquoted." Yeah. Like I, I'm a naturalist and I love animals and I want to protect animals so I can hunt them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, now I'm back on board. If that is, that is true. I'm back on board because this environmentalist protector of animals, that's not Craven the hunter. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Jane Goodall. Sony cannot (laughs) afford to have another stinker Uh -uh. after Morbius. I mean, I didn't think Morbius was a stinker. I just didn't think it was very good. Right. Uh, Venom 2, not very good. Morbius, not very good. We're going to get Craven the Hunter next spring. I think March time frame, mm-hmm. I think, right? Okay. That better be good. Yeah. Because people are not going to be looking forward to going into the theater to see Madam Web if that stinks. Yeah, I agree. Um, the one I feel very confident about being very good is the in- Across the Spider-Verse, part one or whatever that's coming the out. The animated show? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's going to be off the charts. Yeah, but that's the first one was different. so good, though. That's different than live I action. I know, but, it was, but it's still Sony. It was really good. It's still one of my favorite Spider-Man movies ever, yeah. I think, into the Spider-Verse. They so. should put those guys in charge of the live action shows. Right. All right, well, let's jump into our topic of the week this yes, week. Sir. Brought to us by our friends over at Studio GG Studios. And Tim, thanks again for the interview. But Studio yeah, G. Yeah, Spider-Tim. Thank you, sir. Home of the Man Band, Corn on the Cob. Yeah, go visit them. Uh, please check out their their YouTube page in our show notes. We really appreciate everything they do for our show. So I wanted to do uh, a little bit of we a little more primer for the She Hulk series this week. As a matter of fact, in all the time I spent in the car over the last few days, my wife was. So what is this She Hulk thing? What what's going on? I kind of explained to who her who Jennifer Walters is. We right. did that a couple episodes ago. We did a preview of, of Jennifer Walters and She Hulk, and so I was like, well, let's also talk about. 
the other characters we know are going to be in this show right. and who they are, if they have a comic book history, what that is, and then kind of where we've seen them in the MCU, if we've seen them before. So we'll talk through that a little bit. We absolutely know that uh, Bruce Banner, uh, the Hulk, is going to be in the show. We've yep. seen it in the in the trailers multiple times. Jennifer Walters' cousin, right? Uh, Mark Ruffalo playing playing that role, uh, right? It's uh, it's Jennifer Walters' cousin and uh, the source of her powers as She Hulk. And again, in the comics, very different how she got those powers versus what we think is going to happen in this television show. But we're probably going to see that. I think it's highly likely that the premiere episode on Thursday is going to be that origin story of, of her getting her powers, right? Oh, cool. Maybe maybe that whole training montage and everything else. Maybe we'll get that that first A episode. lot of insiders and a lot of reviewers and uh, geeks, super geeks, uh, were privy to the first four episodes. Oh, you got it. I did not. Oh. No, unfortunately. We, we missed the invitation again. Always. I don't know if it's in my spam or what. I need to check my spam more often. Right. I'm sure it's there. Come on, Marvel. Yeah, I'm sure it's there. Anyway, uh, the embargo stopped today, so they could reveal no spoilers, but they could talk about their uh, first feelings towards it. And overall, it's very good. Go into this thinking fun, funny, silly, kind of an Ally McBeal right. kind of courtyard thing. And you will enjoy it. If you go into this thinking it is a superhero kind of um, um, oh, Moon Knight type of show or Loki or WandaVision, you're going to be disappointed. This is a completely different genre. It's a comedy, a law comedy kind of series. Yeah, it's Ally McBeal, Boston yep. Legal. It's supposed to be, and I think it's more, very much like Ally McBeal. It's much more about Jennifer Walters and her life as a lawyer versus her life as a versus the law. Yeah. No, no, no. Versus the law. What I'm saying is it's not going to be law and order. If you're expecting to walk in every episode and have a entire case be reviewed and see it tried. No, they're, they're focusing on Jennifer Walters, the character. Yeah. Um, and and there will be some legal stuff in there, but I think it's very much going to, it's, it's supposed to be a comedy, right? You know, and, and and we'll see how that is. Yeah. We're going to review um, the shit out of that, I'm right. sure. Um, so anyway, obviously Hulk's in in, in this. Uh, Wait, we, can I ask you a question yeah. off topic? Yeah. Is is the Dragon Show Sunday? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Premieres Sunday. Game of Thrones. 22nd. The, yeah. The 12th, right? Uh, 21st. Yeah. No, what do you mean 12th? What? What? The, it's a 21st. 21st. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Just wanted to make sure. So I got, I got She-Hulk Thursday and then I got Game of Thrones on Sunday. Right. Oh man, what yeah. a weekend! All right, sorry, for, sorry for this side, folks. <laughs> uh, the uh, the abomination, uh, Emil Blonsky, played by Tim Roth, he's back. Uh, he was in th- uh, the Incredible Hulk movie, uh, the the now uh, famous movie, because uh, we had an Edward Norton version of the Hulk that was recast as Mark Ruffalo. But uh, he was in that. It was, it was the big bad in that movie. Uh, he's back playing the same character. Last time we saw him in the MCU, as a matter of fact, was in Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, he was in the fight pit in, yeah. was it Thailand or something? Hong Wong. Kong. Yeah, fighting Wong. And their buddies. And their friends. So uh, we know we're going to get, and we saw in, in some of the trailers, we get the human version of, of Emo Blonsky. We also get the abomination yeah. version of and his he's character. he's some kind of self-help, self-improvement type of guru now, which is We'll see. That'll yeah. be very interesting to yeah. see what uh, what, he, awesome. what he's up to. So, yeah, he's in that. Uh, Wong. Seems to be in everything now. I think he's. I think he's uh, earmarked for every Marvel project from this point going forward. So I need to make uh, t-shirts. You can't go wrong with Wong. Right. 
I mean, you can't. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's like Dr. Selby. I mean, really, if you think about it, he kind of saved the world several times. Well, I think he's he's definitely taken over as um, there. There were a number of characters in the earlier, say, we'll say the first three phases of Marvel that had these little cameos. Right. We had Nick Fury seemed to cameo in everything. Right. He did that kind of early on. Yep. And then we had Dr. Selving seemed yep. to be in everything. Right. He cameoed. And then we had. Uh, Agent, uh, um, what's his name? Yeah, the guy who was in Black Panther and uh, Civil War, and um, I know who you're talking about. Yes, and who's going to be in? Uh, I think he's going to be in the new Black Panther movies as well. Yes, he was. A, so yes, he, there there've been these cameo characters. Wong is now the new cameo character. I mean, he was in Shang Chi. He was in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse yeah. of Madness. He's now going to be in this. Uh, you know, I love Wong. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, uh, agree. He has good comedic chops, you yeah. know, and, and for a comedy like this. And who knows? I think he ends up becoming I a client. I love him as a recurring character. I think he becomes a client of, of, of Jennifer Walters. So that'll be interesting to see what why he's a client. Cool. But yeah, so he's in this. Uh, Nikki Ramos is a character uh, played by Ginger Gonzaga. Uh, it's Jennifer's best friend as well as a co-worker. Um, and uh, I, I, from what I understand, she has absolutely no history in the comics. The, the character was made up for this show. Uh, but from what I understand... Very funny. Yes, very yeah. funny. And she is all about Jennifer becoming the She-Hulk. She's yeah. like, she wants her to be the She-Hulk all the time. And yeah, she's yeah. like a little jealous of her, but also like, you got to embrace this girl. You know, this is awesome. Kind of a smoke show, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would think so. Uh, Titania played by Jamila Jamil. Now let's talk smoke show. This woman is stunning. Yeah. She is an absolute exotic smoke show. I might just watch this whole thing for her. Well, there you go. Where'd you she come from? I don't remember. I, I don't remember where she came from. She she had to no, be the Titania. Oh, the so Titania. Character. Well, she's got a Which, long. By history. the way, you called me Titania at one episode. I was a little offended, but you know what? I'm okay <laughs> with my sexuality. I'm okay in my own. I confused skin. my pronouns. I'm you're sorry. Fine. <laughs> you're fine. Call me whatever you want. I've been called worse, but she's a smoke show. Yeah, but, but where's the comics did she come from? Uh, well, as a matter of fact, she debuted in the original uh, Marvel uh, Secret Wars uh, back in in the in the early nine late eighties early nineties. She was in that Secret Wars run. Uh, she got her powers. She was uh, just a normal person that kind of wanted to get out from underneath being abused and picked on and all kinds of other things. And she's like, oh, I need to become a superhero. And uh, long story how she got her powers, but uh, Battle World, when the Beyonder created it, picked up like the hometown that she lived in. So that's how she got kind of caught up in Battle World. Oh, wow. And... Uh, she ended up running into Doctor Doom, and Doctor Doom offered to turn her into a, su uh, a superhero, give her superpowers, and use some of the technology that was on the Beyonders, uh, the, the the Battle World area, and, and you know basically gave her super strength. And she her, she doubled her size; she became this tall, huge, buxom you know uh, a, a person who had super kind of like She Hulk. Yeah, very much so, and and she's been a. Uh, a, a, I would say a, an adversary of She-Hulk for some time. An in the antagonist. Comic yes, an antagonist for She-Hulk for, for, for a number of years. So nice. she's been around for a long time. So yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they treat that character in this. And she's teased at uh, uh, Jamila. Jamila Jamil has teased that there's a possibility that we may see her again in something like the Thunderbolts. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. I'd love so, it. I'd yeah. love to see more well, of see, her. I, and I think a lot of that has to do with how well she's received in this series. So, yeah. yeah. So we'll see how that works okay, out. Okay, good. Interesting. Um, 
And then we know, based on some of the trailers as well, that Matt Murdock, Daredevil, our friend Charlie Cox, is back playing that character again. We last saw him in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. So we, we, we saw him in that little yeah. kind of cameo scene. So we know he's back in that in that role as that character. Again, if you think you're going to get the Netflix Daredevil in this series, you're not. He's going to be lighthearted. It's going to be comedy. It's going to be very light and silly. I don't think you're going to get this hardcore... Uh, you know, serious, serious yeah. type of guy that's going after Kingpin. I think it's going to be much, much lighter, much more sillier. Well, but the so, fact he's in it and the huge. fact, you know, that he's going to be playing some role. Yeah, I think both roles. I think he's going to be playing a lawyer as Matt Murdock. And I think he's also going to be playing Daredevil to some extent doing. Well, something. we saw Daredevil right. in the clip. So, but we I mean, I, I'm just so looking forward to him yeah, being back and, and just more more than a five minute scene. You know, it, it's going to be great to yeah. see him. So that that's going to be great. And then we've been promised, we don't know many details, and there haven't been any leaks or anything yet, thankfully, but there's going to be a lot of other cameos in this series, and supposedly there's one every week. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're, we're going to get some more cameos. Well, we know some obscure series. superheroes. She's going to be defending these super-powered individuals, and uh, we saw a few clips of some but different But we may types be surprised at some of the actors who are playing them. Frogman and yeah, that. Oh, right. that'd be cool. That, that's some other things oh, that I've heard. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so. Big, big name stars in for a little cameo. Potentially some cameos cool. there. But I believe it's a nine-episode series, correct? Am I, am, I, am I right there? Uh, I think it's nine episodes. I'm, I'm a mess, to be yeah, honest with you. I think yeah, it is. But so. yeah, so, hey, this premieres uh, this coming Thursday on Disney+, Plus. I believe at 3 a.m. Eastern Time, midnight Pacific Time on, on Thursday. So. So we'll be watching it, and we'll be reviewing it during our next episode. Cool. Thanks, Professor. That's a great breakdown and a break cre- a precursor to the show. Yeah, so, yeah, I appreciate it. I feel like I, I've gained a lot of knowledge. Well, uh, speaking of knowledge, that's what you do in school. And the bell has rung, Professor. School is over. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week for more Super Talk. To get in touch with us on social media, hit us up via email, supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at Super Talk Pod on Twitter. Until then, stay super, everyone. Mm-hmm.